Are you tired, listless, looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you. Previously on Today's Lucky Winner. Rocking back and forth in the corner, knees clutched to his chest, was Jeffrey, the witch's son. Rita was at his side, facing him. She stared at him with tear-filled eyes. I don't think this is the writer's doing. I think this is my memory. I think I can create a way to summon death. Really? I do. This may take a while. Time is nothing to me. Well, Otto, I guess it'll be breaking news. I just got word that the House has fast-tracked a vote on the telomere bill for next week. Have you seen where I put that old journal that we found in my grandma's trunk? Oh, that old-ass embossed one with your name on it? Dawn picked up the embossed journal. She cracked open the cover. Dawn had never opened the journal herself. She had seen Rita open it, and the pages had been empty. This time, the first page read, Workshop Correspondence, Property of Dawn Menendez, Number of Unread Messages, 48. Dawn, I need to talk to you, Mejita. I know who killed you. Dawn opened her eyes and found herself in Rita's dreamscape. The infinite hallway sprawled endlessly to either side of her, no door the same as the last. As she walked down the hallway, she heard the muffled sounds of what was taking place beyond each door. Again? Why do I always have to go find Rita? Wouldn't it make more sense for me to just appear wherever she is? Do I really need to walk down a hallway full of audio gags until I find her? I guess that's a yes. Better start walking. Dawn approached a mahogany door, bearing a gold nameplate that said W. Lonquist Esquire. She stopped to listen. Oh, my thick dump truck ass is blocking traffic. What an unfortunate affliction for me, a construction worker. Get out of the road! Mm, I'm trying. It just takes me so long to clap my cheeks from one side of the road to the other. Oh, Clarence, do fetch the forklift for my juicy dumpy. <laughs> Heavens, I hope I don't cause some sort of automotive collision. <sighs> Were you injured in a car wreck? Was that car wreck caused by a dump truck? <clears throat> Asked construction worker, busting it open while they crossed the road. I'll get you the money you deserve. Call me, Willie Lonquist, the strong fist. I'll give him the strong fist until All you right. get the money you deserve. All right, time to find deserve. another promising-looking door. Even if she was in there, 
I don't want to hear the strong fist in action. What's... What's this door? Dom Mommy's Coffee Roasters and Tax Preparation Services? Give me an espresso grind on these beans. I don't have a coffee grinder. Use your teeth. Beans so good. Baby loves beans. That's right. Baby do love beans. Now chew on them beans while you organize this box of receipts. If you don't get the maximum refund, Mommy's gonna punish you. Oh no. Is Rita's love of coffee a sexual thing? Why am I asking? Of course it is. Rita! 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 Get the fuck- Hello, small friend! Jesus, Rita! Where the fuck did you come from? I didn't hear a door open. Haha, <laughs> this is my dreamscape. Uh, I guess you're right. You can probably appear wherever you want. It is your dreamscape. What's up with you? You seem weird, and not the usual kind of weird. What's this shirt? This shirt makes no sense. I love wearing shirts that contain adult language and sexual content. Mm-hmm. I know, but like I said, they usually make sense. This one does not. Pussy can scream. Buy gold now. Pussy can scream! Y yeah, I just read that. What does it mean? Pussy can scream. Buy gold. Now! Small friend. Tiny friend. My girlfriend is a lesbian vampire doctor. Uh, Rita? You okay? Peanut butter. Peanut. Pussy can scream. Put 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 put. Pussy can scream. But but buy gold. Buy gold. Now, pussy gold now. Inflation, inflation. Big mommy what milker. What the fuck is happening? Hey, little buddy. <gasps> Jesus Christ! What are you doing with my doppelbanger? She's not even finished. You're, what? Why are there two of you? My doppelbanger? So when someone tells me to go fuck myself, I can actually do it. Of course. Why else would you have a copy of yourself here? Is she... You know... Off? Well, although I can make anything I can imagine in the dreamscape, it turns out that my perception of myself is a little harder to iron out. I stopped working on her when I learned that I'm not a reaper. I can't finish making her if I don't even know what I'm making. Can you make her shut up? Oh, oh, I guess she's glitching a little, huh? One sec. Hey! Hey there, hot stuff! Bye. Gold. Now. Yeah, gorgeous. You see this big bag of weed? But but beep beep rolls. Uh huh. Sure. You want this weed? Boobies. Booby boob boob boobies. Go get it. Poo. What was through that door? I don't know. Who can say? You. You can. This is your brain. Speaking of, what's with all the money stuff? Lawsuits? Tax preparations? Buy gold? Oh, back when I started looking up money-making schemes to get cash for taking Sunny on a date. I supremely fucked up the ad algorithm. 
I've been getting so many ads about money-related stuff. Whenever I do research for your murder, it's leaked into my dreamscape. And by do research, you mean... Watch porn. What was that? Watch porn! Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Is that why there's a dominatrix calculating tax reductions down the hall? Whoa, there is? Where? No, focus! If I'm here, that means that the writer's probably here. Or... Or are... Are you dreaming about your time as the writer? Or whatever. You know what I mean. Where should we go look? I... I... I don't... I don't know. Do you have an educated guess? I, I don't know, okay? I don't know. Rita, why are you freaking out? I... That... That last writer dream was... Something bad happens in that memory, Dawn. Something really bad happens, and I don't remember what. I just know my heart aches thinking about going back there. Dawn saw tears welling up in Rita's eyes. She could read the emotional pain in her posture. She wasn't using her gangly arms to gesture as she talked like she usually did. She had them wrapped around her own torso as though her arms were going to protect her from whatever past emotional trauma of hers they were about to revisit. This was a kind of scare that Dawn had never seen on her friend. She grabbed one of the hands Rita had plastered to herself. Hey, I can't know exactly what you're feeling, but I imagine it's all really confusing. I didn't know that I was a witch, and I'm still having a hard time accepting that. You don't even have the luxury of knowing what you are yet. Dawn... What if I'm the one who does the bad thing in that memory? What if I'm a bad person? Impossible. You can't know that. My autistic people reading skills are unparalleled. When I know, I know. You know how confident we are that Sunny is good to the core and that she'd never hurt anyone? Yeah. I'm that confident about you, too. Now, I'm also pretty fucking confident that you know exactly where to go to find the writer memory. I know it's hard. But the sooner you lead us there, the sooner this will be over, and you'll be waking up next to Sunny. <sighs> yeah, you're right. I won't let go of your hand, okay? I'll be right here the whole time. Thanks, little buddy. Rita slowly ambled down the hallway. She turned to a door on her right. It was an old wooden door with a stained glass panel at the top. A sign affixed underneath the small window said Sunnyvale Southern Baptist Assembly. I think this is it. I told myself to hide it behind a door I'd never enter on purpose. There's no way I'd go looking for fun at a Southern Baptist church. You ready? As I'll ever be. With her free hand, Dawn opened the door. Once again, they found themselves in the thatched roof home where they had last seen the rider. It looks like they're all alone. They're still in the trap. How long do you think it's been since we've last been here? Weeks. How do you know? I remember. In the corner nearest where the rider was trapped, a plume of red smoke appeared with a crack of thunder and pulled itself into a humanoid shape. As the earth trembled, the red smoke dissipated. A handsome, dark-haired man in an anachronistic three-piece suit now stood where the vague humanoid shape once was. Oh, you poor darling. What's happening? Who I is thought that? I could feel a pained soul calling out from this dimension. Rita? Rita? Oh, why, thank you. I always like to try to make a good first impression. I never said it was a good one. 
Dawn looked to her friend to comment on the scene playing out in front of them. Rita had become catatonic. Dawn squeezed her hand tighter and just watched. Oh, I like you. These humans have been torturing you in this trap for weeks, and you still manage to have a sense of humor. I wasn't being funny. Now, whatever trickster or hobgoblin you are, just go. You can take anything of mine once they've killed me. Let me die in peace. Oh, no. I'm afraid you have quite the wrong idea. I'm no minor trickster or oh, hobgoblin. I'm from an up-and-coming hell dimension, and I'm here to make you a deal. A deal nobody has ever been made before. <laughs> I'm not making a deal with some demon. I was created by death. I don't work with your kind. They'll come back to help me. They'll save me. You don't believe that at all. You said just a second ago that you believe you'll die here. I... I... They made me. They wouldn't let me die. Not like this. It seems like they would, doesn't it? How do they know the value of life when they are death incarnate? You are disposable to them. Every living thing is. They don't care about you. They never could. But I could. If you take my deal, you'll never be alone again. And I'll help you get Revenge on that sorceress and her whole village. The sorceress has been kind to me. She never hurt me. She hasn't stopped the men in the village from getting drunk and beating you nightly through this trap. Every fucking night they throw rocks at you through this magical prison. She might not have picked up a rock herself. But she hasn't stopped them. She hasn't found a way to summon your master like she promised. She's been wasting your time worrying about her son. If she had thought about anyone but herself and that child of hers, you wouldn't be here. By not trying to end your suffering, she is complicit in every single one of your wounds. How... how did you know all of that? Have you been watching me? Okay, guilty as charged. I've been watching for a little while. I was going to make a deal with that witch's awful husband and naturally settle him with a real doozy of a monkey's paw, but then I saw you here, a demigod, in need. It's my cosmic duty to help, and it, it doesn't look like you have much of a choice. Who, who are you? <laughs> How terribly rude of me, my dear. I got ahead of myself. My name is Ambrosio, King of Hell. And I want you to help me start a family. What the fuck? <laughs>
commercial break. Looking for weird? You found it. The Xandron Stone Science and Supernatural Podcast. From ghosts and hauntings to black-eyed kids, crypto creatures, cults, exorcisms, UFOs, and everything in between. If it's out there, and it's weird, we're going to talk about it. Xandron Stone, the Science and Supernatural Podcast. Listen now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podfix. And remember to live life in excess. Hey y'all, it's Brian. I wanted to pop in to tell you about a show you should be listening to. Do you like Marvel Comics? Are you a fan of the alphabet? Well, you need to check out the podcast Alphabet Flight. Host Jesse takes you through the Marvel Encyclopedia, character by character, talking about some of the highs, the lows, and the often cringy-as-hell characters throughout the ages. Alphabet Flight? Uh, alphabet Flight? No, not that. It's a flight. It's There's no fighting. Alphabet Flight comes out three times a week with new episodes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Make sure you check out next week's episode, uh, where I get the privilege of joining Jesse again to discuss three Marvel characters. I got some pretty fucking sweet ones, y'all, so I wouldn't miss it. Uh, yeah, that's Alphabet Flight. You can check them out on Twitter and Instagram, um, at Alphabet Flight. And yeah, take a listen. I had a really fun time on the show. And uh, thanks. Back to your program. Texans. How did you enjoy hearing from our friend Hunter Chumley of the Armadillo Artist Society? Don't forget, you can see all the Armadillo-themed art your heart can handle, including Mr. Chumley's sci-fi-themed Armadillo Taxidermy at Armadillo Art Festival in downtown Fredericksburg next weekend. <sighs> On a less whimsical note, yet still a happy one, I'd like to welcome Carmilla Guire back to Texas Timeline. I don't know anyone who wouldn't know why she's come to talk to us, unless you've been in a coma or something since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but in case you missed the big news from last night, the Telomere Bill has passed. Aging has now been designated as a disease. Why is this important? That means that pharmaceuticals can be created for treatment and prevention of aging now. Back with us is the now. Well, you're immortal in your own way. <laughs> oh, I'm just a regular human age. Back with us to discuss the big news is Dallas Icon and Sanguis Pharmaceutical CEO, Carmilla Guire. I'm elated to be here. <clears throat> Yes, and we can't forget Public Radio's own Blaze Chapman, leather jacket owner and anarcho-socialist author of Molotov Shocktail. Happy to be here, Otto. Mm, so glad you could join us. Carmilla, now, I almost don't know where to start. How are you feeling? I'm feeling... How are you feeling, Carmilla? 
like a weight has been lifted, a collective weight for humanity. Otto, once we get FDA approval, we could have a world without cancer. Incredible. I am just... I am just so blessed to have a hand in this at all. Ugh. Ugh. Uh. You've had more than a hand in this, Carmilla. This wouldn't be happening without your vision and generosity. That's too kind of you, Otto. So, what can we expect the next step on the road to this longevity drug to look like? I, for one, want to be first in line to take it. (laughs) It could be sooner than you think. Our next step is to start human trials. And when can we look forward to that? Tomorrow. What? Why is there such a rush? How are you- Oh, no! Blaze! We seem to be having some technical difficulties, and your mic got cut. (laughs) We'll see if our intern Sage can get that fixed. Tomorrow, you say, that's incredible! It is. We've been chomping at the bit to start these human trials, and we're not looking to waste time on the road to saving lives. You could be picking up, well, I guess here is as good as any place to reveal the name of the longevity drug. (gasps) You could be picking up your prescription of telemerade as quickly as six months from now. That's quite enough. You're being rude, Blaze. Damn it, Blaze. I'm going to stick my boot up your... I'm so sorry about that, folks. We had quite a disruption there. Miss Guire. Otto, what the heck have I told you about that Miss Guire business? <laughs> Carmilla. I'm so sorry. Let's get back to talking about telemarade. How is it that you expect to have it available to the public in six months? Are you getting emergency approval from the FDA? As much as we've already tried to lobby for emergency approval, the FDA doesn't seem to understand the gravity of the situation. Approximately 40% of humans will be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their lives. Wow. And a hundred percent will succumb to aging. How is this not a pandemic? I'm guessing the FDA has some opinions on why it's not really a pandemic. They sure do. And they have some trust issues about the science and the methods we're going to enact to make sure that we can offer telemarade to everyone for free. I'm not holding my breath for the FDA to see reason. That further begs the question... How do you expect to have this available to the public in six months? Because I plan on changing the law itself to save lives. People are smart. They can do their own research. I don't think any substance should be illegal. Give people the right to choose what they want to do for themselves. I'll be lobbying to give people that right. So... You're seeking to make it so that telemarade doesn't need FDA approval to be distributed? Or any drug, for that matter. This is a global emergency. The government should mind their own business. I'm going to work on making this a reality here in America, but I encourage folks in other countries to do the same. You're smart. You can decide for yourselves. 
Tell him a raid will give you freedom like you've never known before. Trust me. Dawn walked into her room with her journal in hand to find Rita's ass in the air. Dawn noticed a concerning brown mystery stain across the back pocket of Rita's jeans as she threw things out of Dawn's desk. What the fuck are you doing in my room? Where is that last calling candle? What? Why? I have to call Kyle. No way! That's for an emergency! This is a fucking emergency! How so? What happened in the fucking dreamscape, Dawn? Huh? What did we see last night? I know, I know. Seeing Ambrosio had to be scary. Seeing him talking to someone that could very well be past me is fucked. It's fucked. Rita, it's okay. You don't need to- He called the writer a demigod. I don't even know what those are. Well, in myth, they're half god, half human. Well, in reality, where I live, gods don't exist. So what the fuck are they then? I don't know. That's why I need to call Kyle. That handsome, khaki-wearing son of a bitch knows something. There's no way he doesn't. I'm going to find out. And you think you're going to get that information out of him in the minute and a half that those candles seem to last? If he's been hiding something from you for the past 66 million years, do you really think you're going to get the answers you deserve in the time a calling candle gives you? (sighs) No. No, I don't. I know you're confused. And angry. And scared. We can figure out this stuff together. There has to be a reason that you're my chaperone. Whatever the deal is with my murder, you not being a reaper has to be related. We'll get the answers together. You're right. I'm sorry. I... I just keep getting more questions every time I go looking for answers. What deals did I make with Ambrosio? Well, we don't even know that the writer is you for sure. We don't even know that the writer took Ambrosio up on his deal. Sure as fuck seems like they're me, they can poof. They are shorter than you. Like you said, I can be any height I want. Maybe I did feel like being a shorty back then. Whatever. Still, that doesn't negate the fact that we don't have any concrete evidence either way. Fine. I guess jumping to conclusions isn't the answer. What do you suggest we do now? Well, I came looking for you to tell you what I've learned from the talking journal. Did you listen to the rest of the messages from your Uncle Nate? I did. Most of them were concerned messages, since I hadn't found the workshop yet. And the rest of them? Uh, the rest of them blamed you for probably getting me too high to function, so I couldn't do the basic problem-solving necessary to find the workshop. Hey, I'm not that bad. Uh-huh. And what pills did you take just now? I don't know. This is just trail mix. Uh-huh. And what does trail mix mean to you? I mixed a bunch of my stash together, like a pharmaceutical trail mix. I take a few things, maybe an upper, a downer, some heartworm medication. Heartworm? I did a little shopping at that vet clinic next to that coffee shop you like yesterday. Oh, I wondered where you went. Anyway, I dumped a bunch of my stash together with some chocolate chips. What kind of high will it be? Who knows? It's different every time. And I'm safe from heartworms for the next month. Wow, amazing. Congratulations. How do you come up with this stuff? I I don't know. It's no big deal. Sometimes I just get really good ideas. I should keep an idea journal. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you do that. Like I was saying... 
The messages were mostly concerned. There were a few messages where he went off and talked about stuff from when I was a kid. He talked about my short stint on the soccer team, mathletes, and my former special interest with cars. His tone was off, too. I need to listen to them again. Why didn't he just tell you where the workshop was in one of his messages? Like he said before, they can be intercepted. He said he can risk everyone else's safety by just telling me. I came to find you because I'm going to try to send him a message back. Oh, you figured out how? I think so. Every time I flipped a page, it started showing me a message from him, starting with the most recent and moving backwards. Uh-huh. But when I flipped back to the previous page, the text was gone. It's like it erases itself after I've seen and heard the message. Okay. But the journal seemed to respond to my voice commands. Whoa, have you called it computer yet, you trekkie dork? <laughs> no, sh shut, shut up. Anyway, I can command it to play old messages, so I asked to send a message. I think I just write down whatever I want to tell him. Do it, do it! Rita handed Dawn a pen from the desk she had been rifling through just moments ago. Dawn cracked open the journal and stared at a blank page. Hello, Dawn. Hey, uh, what's your name? I can have whatever name you want me to have. Set name now. Cooter! What? Name it Cooter! No, I'm not going to name this magical journal Cooter. You have requested to... Name this magical journal Cooter. Name is set. Cooter is at your service. <laughs> Cooter! Oh, God damn it! Change name! I do not understand your request. To send a message, state your... Change name! Change name. Please set new name. Uh, journal? Change name to journal. You have chosen... Change name to journal. Name is set. Hello, journal. <laughs> Cooter is at your service. Oh, God damn it! Go ahead, journal. Slip on into that cooter and do what you need to do. Uh, fine. I'm sure I can figure out a way to reset it later. Cooter, send message. Who would you like to send a message to? Nate Menendez. Okay. Would you like to send a message to Nate Menendez? Yes. Please write your message to Nate Menendez. Hey, Uncle Nate. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you earlier. The contents of the trunk were stolen, except for this journal and cabroncita. Hey, we got action! Menendez is finally using that journal to send a message! In a dark, okay? dingy apartment, Dawn's message began playing over a speaker as she wrote. A long-haired vampire with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth watched her message appear on one of the three computer monitors in front of him. As he watched with rapt attention, a slender, tattooed vampire woman with a buzz cut stepped into the light of the computer monitors. Finally, she gave any clues about where the workshop is yet. Nope. Sounds like he's as clueless as we are. Oh, I doubt that. Keep recording and analyzing every message coming in and out of that journal. I'm sure we're going to get some clues. We have an advantage over her, since we stole that trunk full of her artificial shit right out of her apartment. Call me if you hear anything important. You going out? Yep. Where? 
I'm going to go meet my little brother for the first time. Wow, for real? What's his name? Trapper. Trapper Crawford. Hey y'all, it's me, Brianne, and uh, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but it's me, Brianne, and every cicada and dog in my neighborhood uh, who seems to want to be included in this. So if you can hear them, they say hey too. Uh, but hey y'all, uh, thanks for hanging out with us for episode 22. Uh, first off, I wanted to thank Xander Sveig from the Xander and Stone podcast for joining us to play Ambrosio. Uh, he fucking killed it. Uh, you heard the ad for his show during our commercial break, uh, the Excess podcast earlier, and I really recommend you listen. If you like this show, it's pretty likely you're going to like the Excess podcast. Uh, if you want to help support our show, you can tell a friend about it. Uh, we don't pay for advertising, so word of mouth is entirely how we grow our audience, so you can really help us out with that. Uh, and you can share about the show on social media, too. Um, chat with us. Um, we've had a lot of fun talking to some of y'all online, and it really uh, makes it feel worth it when we hear that y'all enjoy it. Uh, and if you want to chat with us, you can find us on social media under the handle at Lucky Winner Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can see the show details to find the individual social media handles for the cast, and you can see what my lovely ding-dongs are up to when they're not doing the show. Um... And also, don't forget to subscribe. I know some shows are charging for that now, but uh, that ain't us. It's free. So get our newest goofs downloaded on your podcatcher of choice as soon as they're published. It's like a, it's like a little fortnightly love note from us. And if you, you know, wanted to leave us a little love note, uh, leave us a review on whatever podcatcher app you listen to. This really lets people know, like, how cool and funny and hot everyone on the show is, and it helps us get new listeners. We will be back on August 15th with episode 23, and we only have a few more to go until the season finale and our hiatus. Uh, the season finale will be October 15th. We have some pretty fun stuff planned for you, kind of sprinkled into the hiatus, uh, just to help you survive until season two starts, so don't panic. Uh, but now is really the perfect time to tell a buddy about the show. They've got 22 episodes to binge so far. But anyways, y'all, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you back again on August 15th. And until then, try not to die. <laughs>